0: Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Welcome to the podcast. evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast today. This is the KOP Aftermath Live from Emory University. We're live in our favorite spot, ladies and gentlemen, the library uh, special collections room, of course, with the books behind me. Yes, this is I, I got word today, y'all, that this is the official podcast headquarters where we will premiere our podcast I'm excited for it because it's one of those things where we get to really use uh, the campus. Of course, these swanky books behind me, they're doing it really, really well. Um, got an email today from one of the librarians and they said, hey, you need to preserve this room. Just make it just make that reservation so that way it's at ease. You guys could really uh, utilize the space. We just made a reservation. I was a little bit nervous because, you know, a lot of people don't. A lot of people shouldn't know about the podcast yet, but some people are finding out about the podcast here on campus, which is great, which is a great thing for me. I'm, I'm not mad at it, but, you know, it's getting publicized and a lot of people are knowing about it. It became an instant hit. If you guys saw my latest Instagram post, of course, KLP Aftermath Live Memory is a instant hit uh, right now people are listening to it we're getting these views in and i'm i'm stoked i'm really happy that this has became a success that you guys really enjoy doing so we're gonna keep up with the train we're gonna keep rolling with the podcast because you guys the viewers the fans you guys have been enjoying the show and i'm gonna make sure that we do really really well for you guys for the show, so there it is. There's my piece for the opening. There's my happiness starting the show live from the collections room. Now we're gonna start off to our fun fact of the day. You guys really been enjoying the fun facts, you know. I've I've been getting a lot of forums. You, you know, in our podcast, we have a lot of viewers. That visit our podcast via our WordPress site. And that's where we get a lot of our forums. We get a lot of forums um, that you guys can chime in, you can write into us here um, in my offices, uh, whether it's here at Oxford or in my KLP Entertainment office. You guys really been enjoying what we've been doing with these fun facts. So that's just the thing of it right now. And get this, y'all this is our next fun fact for KLP Aftermath. Live from memory with your host, Caleb Kennedy Lucas, the tallest man ever recorded was American giant Robert Watlow from 1918 to 1940, who stood at a whopping eight feet, 11 inches. Get that. Get that in, y'all. Eight feet, 11 inches. I, I, I'm blown. I'm blown away about this because, again, eight feet, 11 inches. I I've never seen that before. I would have loved it. actually no, I lied. I've seen something that hype before. Um back in 2015, a little story time before we get to our topics. Uh 2014, uh 2014, 2015 school year. Um, we I was at Grayson Technical. Shout out to all my friends from Grayson Technical program at Grayson High. Shout out to Miss Connors slash Anderson. Um I remember because we were able to get uh, Shaquille O'Neal in the building. And let me tell you, this guy, this guy was huge. He was so huge. If you think he was huge on TV, wait until you see him in person. So he, if he's somehow listening to the podcast, he probably don't remember doing that event. He probably really don't. Cause he's so busy, but I remember it was Grayson tech. It was a springtime. I want to say, and Shaquille O'Neal comes in It's small, the doors was about this was about this high y'all. So he kind of squeezed through the door and stood up straight and everyone was like, whoa, that man is tall. So I've seen something that tall before. Uh, I can't say, oh, I haven't seen it. Like I just said, I've seen it. I've seen Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal live and to see how tall he was. Oh my god. Okay, Watlow's size was a result of abnormally enlarged uh glands. And so abnormally enlarged glands. So um I hope that he wasn't hurting too much. He's I mean obviously he is dead, but you know, it, it he was he was a tall dude. He was very very tall. So um I, that's just is very fantastic. He was so so tall for that. Um, stoked about see reading this stuff and finding out this stuff because you know these guys they're tall and here at Emory I kid you not here at Emory a lot of people are saying that you know you know you're they're seeing the basketball players right we have basketball players here at Oxford College Emory University and those 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 guys I've seen them because I'm working with the athletics I've seen them happen they're tall they're very very tall but I've seen taller, you know, so it, 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 you know, people are tall. I wasn't, I, I'm blessed with my physique. I'm blessed with my smiles. I'm blessed with a lot of things, but one thing I was not blessed with was to be tall. Um, I, I I, I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't been that tall. I have n- never really been that tall. I've been kind of the short guy, but you know, shortness, you know, we're we're the fastest, we're the quickest when we're short. So that's all I can say on that. If you want to comment below. Are you tall or short? I want to know from you guys how tall you guys really are. So I've seen those basketball players out there. They're doing their thing and they're They're tall. They're they're very, very tall, tall men. So, of course, more in Oxford news, ladies and gentlemen, boys and quarrels, of course, the women's soccer team. Again, we got a topic here for you guys on the podcast. So for all of you guys who didn't come to hear about Fun Fact, who didn't come to hear about sports, I do have a juicy topic to talk to you guys about on today's show. But I got to talk about these Emory Oxford Athletics because this weekend we have a lot going on um tomorrow and it's kind of a shout out to them too tomorrow will be uh men's soccer match here at oxford college if you are out on campus and you're somehow listening to the podcast if you have nothing to do on a saturday you don't have any classes because classes are not even on fridays and today's a friday and they don't even have classes on friday so you can bet believe that you don't have classes on saturday so if you're looking for somewhere to be in terms of a good Saturday, it's supposed to be a perfect day. Come on out to the men's soccer match tomorrow. I will be there. Uh, partially there. Some, uh, Most of the games working the event, but I will also be there speculating this event because on Tuesday's episode of KLP Aftermath, we are going to be talking about the match. Um, I'm stoked about it. I'm very, very excited to see these matches uh, play a part. Of course, tennis teams are going at it again this Sunday. So again, if you are on the college campus and you got nowhere to be, you really want to just be out, out of your dormitory, out of your room come out to these games because the engagement is real and these players they're going in of course the women's soccer team are on the road tonight at gordon state college go eagles of course the game will be streamed uh via the link of course there's going to be they posted a link uh, at the bottom of course it's going to be gordon state college versus the oxford emory eagles i'm very excited for them too because as i was walking around campus today you know, I saw the women's soccer team getting ready to travel to their matchup at Gordon State. So, very, very excited for that. Gordon State is a good college. I actually been there. I believe. Shout out to GGC Res Life. I was there. Gordon State when we ho- when they hosted us as the RA convention, the grads convention. I never forget it because you guys can go on our YouTube at KOP Entertainment if you're very interested. But we put together this RA video. Fort Gordon State, and it was it was number one. It was a great turnout because a lot of people love what we were doing. A lot of people enjoy um, the video we put together for them as well for the grass conference at gordon state so i actually been to gordon state it is a beautiful campus so i hope that well best of luck to the women's oxford emory eagles with their matchup uh for gordon state can't wait for it uh ladies best of luck to you guys as well of course now we get on to the juiciness And I'm talking about delivery drivers, y'all, delivery workers, because coming from a delivery aspect, the logistics aspect, I thought this was very appropriate to talk about here on KLP Aftermath, live from Emory. Of course, New York City is the first to pass a legislation protecting food delivery workers, of course. This is, let me tell you, this is a topic that I'm, I'm excited to talk about, but Delivery, whether it's food, whether it's packages, whether it's your mail, delivery associates have one of the hardest jobs, I got to say, because honestly, my last job, I worked in logistics. I work in the office, but I was also delivering for our logistics as well. So I know this realm of things. I know how this works and protection. They need protection in all states, and in particular here in Georgia, because we all seen it. And I actually uh, shout out to my uh, one of uh, my coworker, my boss now, because on his phone, he has ring, right? Everyone has ring. I recently just got my ring from my house. And nowadays you see in Atlanta that a lot of people's packages are getting stolen. A lot of delivery associates are getting threatened out there on the road. So it's actually one of those things that New York is the first to pass the legislation to, to protect food, driver, delivery workers, but it works for us too. And we need that here in Georgia because now things are getting crazy. With the ring, you get all these notifications. I get them, I get the neighborhood watch. And I think that's very important. If you live in a community where you have a ring, sign up to that neighborhood watch. I think that subscription is free for the ring.com. If you get a ring, I get the notifications because if something's going wrong in my neighborhood or something's going wrong down the street, I'm able to get access to it. I'm able to see what's going on. So I'm glad New York's the first person to do this because now we need that protection more than ever as we turn to the fall season, as we turn to the holiday season um, aspect of things. Of course, New York City passes uh, excuse me, passes measures to improve working conditions and set minimum pay for people who delivering for companies like Grubhut, DoorDash and Uber Eats. And we got to say Walmart.com. You got to say Best Buy. And the, the prime, prime kingpin of this is Amazon. So I think they need to incorporate those things too, because a lot of people are ordering. Yeah, they're ordering food from DoorDash, Uber Eats and Grubhub. But sometimes people are ordering food from Amazon. It may not be hot food that you want to eat right now and then, but food uh, like noodles, coffee, uh, dog food, cat food, um, cereal. Yes. Believe it or not, y'all, I've seen it. Some people order cereal from Amazon. I've delivered cereal to a customer's door from Amazon, So it's out there. It's real. People on Amazon, they're ordering all kinds of craziness. Our lawmakers in New York City passed several bills on Thursday that seek to improve working conditions and set minimum wage for food delivery workers for companies like Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats. Like I just mentioned, this move makes New York City the first to pass sweeping legislation that regulates the delivery industry, which has come under... Uh, increase uh, scrutiny during the pandemic and the aftermath of hurricane ida of course and then they listed some some acts here, here are some of the pre- protections in the bills that delivery service services will need to abide by drivers can set a maximum distance per trip uh, per trip they traveled very very good because traveling is one of the most things that that's very Extending more, a lot of people are extending more of that. Um, the, a lot of people are extending where companies where you might be set in, let's say Gwinnett County. That's just the county I'm thinking about. Gwinnett County. Sometimes you got to go all the way to the cab. Sometimes you, sometimes you even got to go to Athens uh, towards the Athens area, towards the Noonan area. Or if you're in Gwinnett, you're going to the Carrollton area. You're going to North Georgia. So they're they're setting the maximum distance. That's protected under these drivers and delivery drivers because they're driving a long way. They're driving a long way, even in New York City. Um, Hopefully, Georgia has the same thing for sure. Um, They're trying to make sure they're increasing minimum wage. And that's one of the things that I can honestly say and I'll say it very loosely because I don't work for this company anymore. So I can say this very loosely. A lot of logistics companies don't abide by the minimum wage policy, or they make it sound like you're getting uh, some good money, but then they take a lot. And I do mean a lot out of taxes. For an example, I was getting paid, I grossed this X amount of dollars, but I'm only seeing why amount of dollars because of the tax range? Now I get it, taxes are real. You can't really abide that. You can't really change how the way taxes are. But a lot of logistics companies they don't want to pay their employees well for the kind of work they do in delivery or logistics aspect of things, unless you find another logistics company that cares about the value of their employees. So that's one thing that they're in this in this bill, they're trying to make sure that people can make a profitable living with these delivery, whether it's Grubhub, whether it's Uber Eats, whether it's DoorDash or Walmart.com or Amazon. Because nowadays a lot of people are ordering a lot of craziness on these sites. It may be a lot of work for the delivery associate, and they don't get paid quite enough with the amount of work that they do. Now A lot of people are still practicing social distancing. A lot of people don't want to go out to eat. A lot of people don't want to go to a store to pick up that item. Guess what they're doing? They're ordering from online. They're getting it from Amazon.com. They're getting it from Walmart. They're getting it from Grubhub. They're getting it from Uber Eats, Instacart. All these delivery apps, they're getting it Pretty much their whole life they're getting it offline and that creates a overflow of of inventory, overflow of logistic needs that need to be dealt with, and they may not have enough employees. So they depend on the current employees that they have, they overwork them, and then now they're tired out and they don't even get paid enough. So you guys can see you know, there's a constant um gap, I wanna say a constant gap about treating delivery associates the same courtesy as you would if you worked in an office um flu, food delivery apps can't charge carriers uh for payment of their wages and they have to pay delivery workers at least once a week which is pretty good i mean i've never done doordash i never done uber eats or Uber or Lyft or anything that's causing me to deliver by myself. Even though I see the commercials, a lot of people say that these commercials are good and it's, you know, they think it's, 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 it's good livable wage, but sometimes it's not, it's not a livable wage to where they get paid enough. So you might see a lot of people go out and doing this part-time, super part-time. Um, so that way they can make ends meet. So I'm guessing this is a way. Uh, at least once a week, people are getting paid, so that way there's more cash flow coming in. Drivers can choose not to accept trips over bridges or in tunnels. I understand the. I, I don't. I don't understand the over bridge part, but in tunnels, I, I get it. If you order something and you want it, people to drop it off in, in a tunnel, that's a safety issue because you don't know what's in that tunnel. Yeah, it might be a serial killer that's in that tunnel. So I understand that. Over the bridge, I, I don't really get that one. And the last note i want to make apps need to provide the driver uh, before a trip begins with a food pickup location destination and the estimate time and distance this is really good too because a lot of drivers are depending on their gas a lot of people are depending on their car their reliable car that they have they have to put in their own gas and they have to have the strength to drive this vehicle all across town so it's good that they're letting the driver see the time the distance, the location. So that way they can map out their route. So they know to say, okay, this is decent. I can take this route. Oh no, I can't take this. My car can't handle that my, that much of distancing. So some people are using their old, you know, clonker car because that's just what they have. A lot of people might be using their newer cars. I've seen DoorDash guy deliver his car in his Mercedes Benz. I don't understand why. Because if you're driving a Mercedes Benz, why are you doing DoorDash? Maybe it's just some extra flow form. I can't knock this hustle. I just never understood that, but I've seen it happen, y'all. I've seen it happen. New York City, you probably won't see that much of it because, you know, you're in New York City, so you might have that delivery person on a bike or just walking because you don't really need a car for that instance. So I really do hope they pass this also in Georgia because, again, I think a lot of us, a lot of us here in Atlanta, uh, when when I used to work delivery, and logistics side of things we got treated not fairly we got treated poorly we've got treated poorly by the company we didn't get paid that good kind of money because some taxes came out so i really do hope they open that up for uh georgia as well because there's a lot of people that's delivering right to this day i can name a few friends that are delivering right now because it's their that's their job but they don't get paid That much because of them taxes, and that's that's my spiel on that. Because you know them taxes come out, y'all. They come out. So hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. That's gonna wrap it up here. KLP aftermath. Now remember, we will not be podcasting tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Saturday. We'll be in the games and doing other things. And of course, we're shutting down Sunday and Monday. So Tuesday will be when we have our next episode of KLP aftermath live from Emory. So hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Please remember to leave a like. Subscribe and comment if you're somehow watching our video version of the podcast on YouTube and Daily Motion at KLP Entertainment. And please share this podcast with your friends, families, your co-workers, students, uh, students of Emory, Oxford College. Share this with your friends so that way that this number one does exist. And we're getting the word out there for the college campus as well. So that's going to wrap it up. KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. As always, remember to stay safe and stay swanky.